Hi, I'm Carla. And I'm Michael. And we're Go Postal Podcast. We're the podcast that tells you stories about what people have done while drunk, while also giving you some facts about boobs, booze, and the bazaar in the places where these stories take place. We also have a weekly contest where you tell us where the F I am. So join us for some drinking, learning, and laughing. You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Find us online at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at GoPostalPodcast, and send us your drunk ramblings and anecdotes. You can also email your stories to GoPostalPodcast at gmail.com. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao. In five, four, three. Hey, everybody. This is Danielle. One. Hey, everybody. This is Danielle. (laughs) Blast off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people that listen to it probably do that in their head. Blast off. Oh, I'm Daniel. And I'm Carla. We are Hootahamtha. Do you mind? <laughs> Was that a sticker or duct tape on your I don't shoe? No, but look at it now. I'll take this home and put that on your couch. Oh, does she have a couch? I do have a couch. It's very nice. Do you have a piano? I'm no. gonna. I'll come over to your house and jump up and down on your couches. That's what my dad used to say, and I am still waiting for him to come over and jump up. Yeah, and down the on my invitation couch. still stands. You're like, as you threaten me with that, you do know I don't have couches, correct? <laughs> He'd come up and do it, and then fall and hurt himself oh what what what's up yo hello how's everybody tonight good i'll start i'm doing well thanks for asking both of you got your hair done did i didn't we look nice Mm -hmm. you look trash everyone can see you trash (laughs) i do look a little rough i'm just kidding we went hunting for raccoon footprints today were you successful help me in my life yes we were they were, I mean, a raccoon had a really bad day and walked through some wet cement at some point, so we went and found those. Oh, I didn't understand the story. I yeah. just was going mom, along with it. No, mom brought some clay, because she was like, we're going to make an imprint of them, and we brought paper and like colored pencils. You know, as a kid, you make a rubbing of it. Never mind. That I don't know what other word to use besides rubbing. You put the paper over something bumpy in color. Mm-hmm. And then it shows up. Well, mom did one with black clay, and it came out. You can kind of see their like claw prints well then she took some yellow clay and apparently it got a lot hotter (laughs) and it stuck to the cement and she couldn't get it back up and this lady came out while we were doing it and was looking at us so we just kind of left and there's a big yellow glob maybe it'll harden if it gets cooler that usually cooler doesn't make it harder that's what (laughs) With clay. It makes it, maybe it'll make it shrink. All she said was, I should have brought Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> Play-Doh's not permanent, though. No, we couldn't get this up. We tried for a little bit, like, scraping at it, and at yeah. some point it was like, well, you know. Someone was going to drive over it, and it'll come out mm-hmm. on a tire. Why is everyone looking at me? I don't know. It just seemed watching, like the thing to do. What are you do? watching? Oh. Uh, Michigan State and Utah State. Oh, and I moved out of the way of the TV, right? Who do you want to win? Um, probably Michigan State. I'd say so. Although, underdogs are always fun. I agree with that, but 
I try to stick with the Big Ten if I can. And Indiana schools, I guess. We have been downloaded in every state. Except? Except Idaho. <laughs> well, fuck you too, And we had Idaho. a case there. We had a case in Idaho. We did? Remember the Appleseed one? The guy was spraying semen everywhere. Johnny Appleseed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was Well, did you Idaho. tell anyone from Idaho? I don't know anyone from Idaho. I don't either. Read just tag hashtag Idaho potatoes. Okay. That, do you think? Yeah. The Idaho that potato got stuck uh, underneath the uh, 16th Street entrance to the Speedway. The one that goes, the one for cars that goes underneath the track, mm-hmm. it actually got stuck. So like a truck delivering potatoes? Yes. <laughs> yes. And That's I, funny. I feel like they had to unload it from the thing and somehow get it out, but it was, uh, it was a problem. That's funny. Yes. At one point, remember, I was trying to figure out what all the states were, and I was like, what's the state above... South Dakota or whatever. Like I didn't and we're like, oh no, you shouldn't ask that question. North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> um no, uh Carol. Carol. C A R O L E. Caroli. Carol <laughs> contacted me on Facebook to say that we have a listener in North Dakota. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Can and I she ask used to be a Hoosier though? Okay. Okay. The question is was the question what was south of North Dakota? Either way. Or it's something it, really simple. What is north of South Dakota? Yeah. North Both. Dakota. Canada. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Why is that a reflex? I don't know. I don't even Only know. you did it. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Daniel, you got anything? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, boy. No, I'm excited. Tell me. You, you can't tell the I difference between you, my sarcasm I, I know, and I my genuine face. <laughs> Like, whatever. Hang on. I was going through my pictures today trying to screenshot shit and, um, or trying to delete. Yeah. Anyways, this was from a couple weeks ago. It was on, it doesn't matter what it was on, but it was a story. Ohio judge orders man's mouth taped shut during <gasps> sentencing. So it says, uh, the caption says, when this man wouldn't stop talking during his sentencing, a judge ordered that his mouth be taped shut. The judge said, Mr. Williams, I am the judge in the matter. Shut your mouth, and I will tell you when you can talk. There's a picture of it. Shut your pie hole. Damn. <gasps> he wasn't messing around. I, no, that looks like not just regular like duct tape. That looks like a prison issued something. Is it? It looks yeah. like it, but Is I Is that something they have in prison? I don't know. I know they have spit guards. Hmm. That's really weird. What was he um, on trial for? Do I don't you know? know. Didn't look it up. I don't know if I want to know. Uh, well, he must have had a lot to say. Usually they just speak over them, and it's like, okay, if you don't want to hear your sentence, that's fine. Yeah. You're still, it's still happening, whether you hear it or not. See? A Buick commercial. A what? That's not a Buick. That's not a Buick. That's what the people in the commercial say. Yeah. We can't see you. I know. Look, 18% below MSRP. Over uh, right now. What's MSRP? Manufactured suggested retail price. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wanted now that I say this. I need to. I need to text my area sales. I wanted to correct. Uh, remember, I was so excited about our one Podbean comment. Yeah, and I just said it was Jay, but that's like instead of having a picture, it's just like a letter that comes up. His username was John B. Voltaire, and I was like, that's great, John B. Voltaire. So we're gonna thank him again. He was making podcasts great again, guy. That's so good. 
Yeah, if anyone leaves a comment, they can send uh, your address if you feel comfortable, because some people don't want to share that shit, and we'll send stickers. Carla shows up and poops in your front yard. <laughs> that run by pooper? The runners. <laughs> it was a run by shitting. She'll be, she'll be it's a, me. That was me. It was a run by fruiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, I wanted well, to bring up an important issue, and I, I think it's really, really important. If it's not important, Do I'm you... going to reach over and smack you. Do you consider yourself to be a dog mom? No. A I can, dog dad? No. No. I can put my dog in a cage and walk away. CPS will get called if I do that to my kid. Do you feel that people that call themselves that are dumb? I. It is just some people take it to a new extreme. Yeah, I can't do... They have their own Instagram accounts for oh, their dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't follow any of that. They are they are they usually little hashtags dog mom life. That's a rough life. And then they have clothing that says dog mom, fur baby, fur. But no, no. Did your dog dump slime in their hair the other day that you had to do like ten baths to get out? I found more today. Actually, a dog was there and. <laughs> <laughs> It did but he didn't do it hair. to himself. Right. I don't know. Dog's getting some Yeah, they do. Boris's collar got hooked on the bottom dish Now, rack. the difference is you can't put her in a cage and walk away. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Or kick her outside and lock the door. Yes. Yeah, so I think there's a difference. What makes you bring this up? I just think it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. I think it's just people that are sad that they don't have kids. Yeah, or, maybe that's part. I know, I know so, some people I know, it's like... They're proud that they don't have kids or something. They want to like rub it in people's faces. That they don't. That yeah. That they don't. Like I don't have kids, but I'm a. I've heard people talk to other people about. I don't know. Like if you celebrate, like finding common ground. Oh well, we're not like the rest of these people that are tied down to these kids, but we have. They celebrate Mother's Day when they have the dog. I guess. Yeah. I was like, you gave birth to that. That's on another level. That's weird. I'm uncomfortable by it. I'm uncomfortable. Because uh, it's a dog. It's not, it makes me think, like, what if they do ever have a kid? No. There's dog, no way it can be any more over the top. Yes, there is a way. But it depends on the type of kid. Like, you don't get to pick what type of kid you're getting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring it up because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I do. Then why bring it up? I just wanted other people's opinions on it. Maybe I was really wrong to think that. I think I it doesn't matter it. what someone wants to do with their dog. Depends. It has to go. I mean, <laughs> you know. As long as their dog does funny things. Love is love, Carla. So <laughs> if you want to have a love for a dog like you do for a child and pretend like that dog loves you that much back, that's that's your prerogative, man. That's true, I guess. Did they have postpartum depression? I think after Carla, they gave you're birth? just. I think Carla. Just make it all upset. about you. <laughs> no, I just want to know. Well, because you don't have a dog. Well, I am. upset about. I have had dogs, though. So you're doing what the dog people do to people with kids by saying, look, I have a kid. He just has fur. Well, now you're throwing shade at the people with dogs. Shade? I'm not a celebrity. I'm just saying. Well, you know, to a couple hundred people you might be. (laughs) I just found it interesting. And I thought this is annoying. But maybe I'm wrong. You know what I find interesting, Carla? Mm -hmm. Things like right now when you look into the nighttime sky, you can see Venus. Thousands upon thousands of miles away, you can see the light from it. I find that interesting. You can see Uranus every day. (laughs) 
I see yours every day. I sneak in before I go to work. Uh. Winks at me. Ew. Uh. Goodbye, Daniel. (laughs) That's gross. Goodbye. 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 See you later. (laughs) Have a good day. I was just talking about human life. And that is interesting. People's extracurricular activities. Exactly. And the constant need. I guess it's the fact that they constantly post on social media. Yeah, it gives That's you something. That's maybe the annoyance part. Yeah, because I don't even really like posting. I don't really like posting about our daughter all maybe that that's what i'm trying to like, get there's at. certain like there's you know at christmas you're putting the christmas mm-hmm. photo up we had to sign you know consent. at birthday you're putting the birthday photos up we had to sign consent for the school to post pictures i wrote in a um i wrote in a clause that said we, they had to pay us five dollars for every time they used her photo i doubt that'll happen so i don't think that's a clause and a thing but i can't think of an addendum mm-hmm. I'm sure it's called something else if you're doing that on that kind of a contract, but neither here nor there. Can Should we talk? I asked mom. Mom asked if we were going to talk about this, that relative. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I don't think we should. I don't think we should. Too much of a hot button right now. That is true. It is a hot button. We'll put a pin in it. That's, I like that phrase. Put a yeah. pin in it. Ooh, fight, 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 fight. Ooh, he threw a punch. <gasps> You're gone. Oh, that's our Look relative. Look at all the banana peels. That was our relative gone. we were talking about. Whoosh. They play for Michigan State. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of a hot button right now. It's too hot. Oh, yeah, he's pissed. Look at him. He's oh, pissed. Oh, man. He's thinking, I'm going to beat your fucking yeah. ass as soon as I get in that locker room and no as one's watching. Wait, I, need, I need them to replay this. Sponsor and like conduct. Offense. Or defense. Uh. Kids play in. There you go. Kids play in. Wow. Mm-hmm. Took me a minute. I'm, wow. I just really need them to show it again. They're not ejecting them. Wow. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Oh, it's over there. Oh. Oh, my. Oh. <gasps> he punched him. Oh, oh my God. A nice right hook. Punched him in the I face mask. Pulled, I think when he went to do it, he he stopped all of a sudden. Well, yeah. I he just he made did, contact. He definitely could have tried harder, I feel like. Yeah. 15 bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. I'm not explaining it, but somebody <laughs> listening will, will get it. There you go. How's your intern? You haven't talked about that. You guys oh, have an intern? I, yeah. Yes, I have an intern. Cool. Yes. So. I'm paid. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah. He's in high school. High schools. Is he a senior? Nice. Mm-hmm. Aw. He comes over how often? Uh, Two days a week. And you tell him, don't go into this business. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Go to college. Go to You're college. You're smart now. Go to college. Your parents are going to help you pay for it. I made sure to ask that question first. Like, you know, who's, so. Who's paying for it? Are they successful at their two days a week? Do what? Are they successful? Who's in they? The intern. With us? Yeah. Oh, all he does is hang out with me. And oh. I explain to him the way the world works. Knowledge I say, listen, you got to prime the button before you're, you go in, man. You tell him how to start a lawnmower? <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. No, I told him to start off by putting your finger in your mate's butthole. What? Your mate? <laughs> Why I are you making your said finger? Mate, because you, you don't know. You, I, you don't you know. know. Your mate. I your mate. can't assume anymore no. what somebody's into anymore. Your no. mate. So... You're yeah. doing the hand motion. That's what's weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're wiggling your finger around. Quit it. Ah! Like like very like 
I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, I, he just uh, follows me around while I uh, while I work, and I explain what I'm doing. And it counts as not a bad idea. You know, you have some. I take them out if I have to talk to customers or. That's uh, not a bad idea. You have you some let idea. Let me freaking sorry, talk. Sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, it sounds like a good idea. So he has some type of knowledge as to how business works well, before that's he goes into be, one. That's what he's supposed to be doing and getting like real world experience. Did we do that at our lovely, accepting, all-encompassing love school? I don't know. I had to sign off. He brought his, He forgot his forms for me to sign off that he was actually there and was there from this time to this mm-hmm. time. So hmm. that got brought by today. So If I've someone's going to yell at you, do you put him in front of you? <laughs> no, like, you gotta it, get used to it, if man. Someone, if someone's, you gotta be the. <laughs> if someone's upset, if I have to go talk to somebody who's pissed off, I tell them to hang back. Yeah, because that. Yeah, yeah. That's I said you can go somewhere where you can kind of listen. If you want to listen to these idiots yell, don't come right up with me. Mm-hmm. Just because you seem in, you sound important. You got an intern. Yeah. Yeah. Soup's important. It'd be nice if the uh, you know the pay match the. Uh, <laughs> prestige no. no but you know i mean there's a i tell myself that a lot though not everybody gets an intern no no so i've sent him to get my dry cleaning a couple times <laughs> that means i would be doing less laundry i told him i was going to start having my i'm going to start bringing my clothes up to have him dry clean he'll drop them off on tuesday and pick them up on thursday because i have clothes that need dry cleaned no but because I want to say my intern went to go get my dry <laughs> Yes, and coffee. <laughs> and then you yes. walk out to the lobby or whatever and you, you say, the showroom, you say, the intern's making a Starbucks run. Right what does everyone want? <laughs> the more yeah. complicated, the better. And then he comes in holding your little poodle dog yeah. under his arm <laughs> and goes, here's dog dad. Here's your, here's Here. your poodle. He came from the groomer. Here's your yeah. fur baby. Your fur baby. <laughs> it only bit me a couple of times. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, if he could pick Boris up and walk with him under his arm, <laughs> I'd be real impressed. He's your full baby, sir. I, I was dragging him home because he has that <laughs> nose leash that goes around the gentle leader, and he was trying to get it off with both front paws. Oh, the, I've been like trying to walk him home from your parents' house, and like our neighbors are all out in their backyards. And here I've got this 80 pound pit mastiff mix rolling around on the ground, <laughs> trying rolls. to pull yeah. this this leash off his face and then it's like i keep walking and he's got like both paws up in it now and i'm walking <laughs> and he's hopping along and the walk is a because i'm just walk. trying to get him like hey you should stop doing this but he still continues to do it you, yeah you think if he just finished the walk it'd be off faster it was, it's like a two minute walk it, we, we would be done <sighs> he's not a, he's all... a stubborn ass but he barks at anybody that walks by this house yeah. I think if someone came in this house, he'd, he'd rip their fucking arm off, so I keep him around. The guys were spraying for mosquitoes, and they made sure that the dog wasn't in the backyard, which is smart, And but he was barking. She asked me at least 10 times what Boris was barking at, <laughs> and I told her five times, and then after that, I was like, this isn't going anywhere. She has your short-term memory. What? Why? Huh? She has your short-term memory. Mm. You know what? Mm-hmm. Some fur babies are just not that smart. No, but we love them all the same. <laughs> Adopt, spay and neuter your pets. There we go. That's there the go. message. Boom, boom. You know. Okay, kids, kids. I'm listening. I'm listening. You said uh, kids. They're this. under eighteen. Yes, they are. Was that a good lead in? I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is it good? Okay, kids in Indiana. 
Yes. There are some there. <laughs> they drive Ford Pintos. No. <laughs> no. No, because it's uh, a more recent case, so I hope not. Maryville, we're back there. Where is that from Indiana? Indianapolis. Sorry. North. 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 How far north? Iron. Close 15. to Michigan. Yeah. Okay, maybe like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Can't remember if it's. I think it's up. It's 65. closer to Gary, yeah, Maryville. Say, yeah, it's top. It's up sixty-five. It's close to the Chicago land area, or maybe even what's considered because part of Chicago lands Indiana. Okay, Maryville, Indiana is where white lodging industries was first founded by the white family. Oh, they were white. Okay, go figure. <laughs> now manages over blah blah hotels. Blah blah. Uh, Crown Point, I think, is near there also then. Yes. Indiana. Yes? Also home yes. of the famous candy. <laughs> is that Albanese? Albanese candy. <laughs> is by there, too? It's in Maryville. God. I don't pick the cases specifically to be on the north side. North, north side. That's Never not wanted. the north side. That is no. north. North. I don't pick cases specifically for them to be northern Indiana. I don't. The southerners just happen to be better people. I don't know. Okay. I couldn't agree with that. Less murder. <laughs> do you know about Judy Parker? Yeah, I do. Judy Parker. Yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah. That was. Uh, that was Peter Parker's other aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was. She was the crazy aunt. So they sent him to live with the old aunt instead. Yep, mm-hmm. makes sense. I like that. She was born in 1969. <laughs> 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 also, year That's my first number. landed on the moon. Does anyone else need We landed more? on the moon? <laughs> no, it was staged. We landed on the moon. <laughs> she grew up poor in Texas with a difficult family. But aren't we all difficult? She's, that sounds like a uh, a country song. <laughs> it, yeah. She grew up poor in Texas with a difficult family. <laughs> <laughs> and then she... And is- then my <laughs> autonomous... Self-driving truck drove away. (laughs) She did escape the first chance that she could. At the age of 14, she received her mother's blessing to marry a young pipe fitter. (laughs) She She ran away, but she still sought her mother's approval. She saw her chance to escape was getting married at the age of 14 to a pipe fitter. And I don't know how old he was. Because that's like if he was older. I get it. So am I. I get it. I'm the one who does all the fitting. We get it. I don't know how old the pipe fitter was, because that's like statutory rape or pedophilia right You know, there. because a pipe is a euphemism. We get for it. Penis. We get it. And if you're fitting the pipe, we get that's it. the other euphemism for, for the vagina. Machine. Vagina. No. Thank you for explaining that. You're welcome. We're all idiots here. <laughs> At 16, she I gave- just like that we're on the same page, you know? I'm on this page right here. Yeah, we know it's only page one. <laughs> At 16, Judy gave birth to her daughter, Christina. Her, and her son, Daniel, was born a year later. Good name. Mm-hmm. There's Solid. kids in it. Here they are. Here they are. Those are the kids. The young family slept on mattresses on the floor above a bar. So they... I told you getting my bed off the ground would make me more adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess at least they weren't in a van down by the river. <laughs> Smoking doobies in the van down, down by, by the, the river. river. 
Oh, but she found this life was just as fucking difficult as the first one. I was like, yeah, you added two kids and you're a teenager. But she was determined to live better. And I say that every day to myself. And every day I fail just a little bit harder. Every day I fail. You say the van down by the river. Sorry. Sidebar. I'll make it real quick. There was a picture of him, of uh, Matt. Matt Foley. Is that the name of the character? I don't know. I think it's Matt Foley. Anyways. Chris Farley, and it's uh, and it was talking about how kids nowadays don't don't remember that. No, <laughs> and my intern, I was talking. We were talking about different stuff, and I said, "Have you ever seen Austin Powers?" And he said, "No, I know what the movie is." And I thought this movie that Austin Powers was already four years old by time he was born. You feel old now? He was born two months prior to 9-11. I don't know, man. I, I still haven't weird. seen the Austin that's Power movie. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, thank you, Daniel. I haven't seen Austin Powers. Get out of here. You haven't seen Austin no, Powers? No, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. God damn it. It's just, I remember seeing a scene with the big fat guy. That's the second one. I was grossed out. I was it like, I don't want to watch this. In 1988, Judy left her first husband because he was making her life difficult. The 19-year-old single mom took a job selling vacuum cleaners door to door. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that in there? No, I didn't. Uh, that's when she met John Parker, also a 19-year-old and a up-and-comer in the Kirby vacuum cleaner company. That's what it was, Kirby's. Her- yeah, Kirby's. Remember those? Yes. Uh, yeah, somebody, they were big. I remember somebody came and sold one to us Yeah, one time. One time. One time at band camp. (laughs) The two began dating and John became a surrogate father for Judy's two children after three years together. So does that mean he... He he, carried the children. I was going to say, does that mean he (laughs) supplied the children to somebody else? a seahorse does. Oh. (laughs) What do seahorses do? The males give birth. Yeah, you never seen a video of that? Oh, really? It's traumatizing. It is. It's so fucking weird. What Exactly. Judy and John had their own kids uh, the year after. Okay, and the year after that, he was o- able to open his own vacuum cleaner franchise, which I'm assuming didn't suck. <laughs> he went from number one salesman to number one distributor, and he made his first million by the time he was 29. Same. Same. <laughs> You're not 29. <laughs> You're still I work- have high goals. You're still working on it. And he enjoyed <laughs> flaunting. His wealth, gold, boats, (laughs) cars, that type of thing. So, and then they had their second kid in 1997. John and Judy bought a half a million dollar house in upscale neighborhood in Crown Point, Indiana. Half a million in Indiana, it's like three million in California. Uh, Sure. I don't know if it's quite that much, but But you get a a lot of house. For half a million dollars in Indiana, and I mean, at least most places in Indiana, mm-hmm. you have probably at least f- for half a million dollars, I would think four thousand to five thousand square feet. Yeah, and, and, a, and a really nice yard, and mm-hmm. yeah, it looks, so yeah, stuff like that's probably at least a million, a million. Yeah, and so half. you get a lot of house. We've talked about this before. If you're poor and you still want to own a house, Indiana's not a bad place to own one. You can't yeah. be that poor though; just the right amount of poor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, if you're listening to this and you're from a third world country, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can just show up. No, it's just well, if we lived in another state, we'd be 
depending on the state, I guess we'd be in an apartment. Oh no, that's not necessarily true. Well, if you think if you're talking like if you moved to San Francisco, like yeah, no, we'd be living in a box, a box, a van down by the river. (laughs) We'd have a house like the one on um, what's that movie, the Disney movie? They're in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside out. Be like that. I like that show. Uh, And all the streets are up and down. Mm. Good leg workout. Judy's children from a previous marriage went from kids who slept on mattresses above a bar to kids inhabiting a massive house. And then they were arguably becoming a little spoiled and rebellious. Aren't we all? Happens to the best of us. 16-year-old Christina was dating older boys, doing drugs and drinking. At eight... Does not happen to all of us. That sounds almost normal, 16-year-old stuff. Kind of. At age 12, Danny was skipping school. 12. 12. And once took his stepdad's new navigator for a joyride, he (laughs) smashed up all the neighbor's mailboxes. (laughs) Damn, boy. Oops. I'm surprised the car kept going after you I had friends... That would have done shit like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. But. My uncle in the fifth grade, my uncle Rick, who you never met. Okay, so he went to the same, uh, I think the same elementary school you guys went to. Really? Or no, no, never mind. Um, I can't even think of the name of it. Anyways, it, it was in Beach Grove. It was across the street from the hospital. Anywho. Oh, okay. Holy, holy name. Holy, holy, no, name. holy name. Yes, that's what it was. Anyways, the school, the teachers, they were walking him from the playground to wherever, and the teachers walking him in. Well, my Uncle Rick stayed back, or they were walking outside to go to it, and my Uncle Rick was the last one out, and he stopped and let them walk out, went and got back in the teacher's drawer, took the keys to her brand new Mustang, uh... and took the car for a, a ride. Oh, oh my. That's ballsy. Another time, they thought my Aunt Marilyn's car got stolen. Mm-hmm. And I think Rick was <laughs> uh, like six or 15 or 14 at the time. Comes the police are there and he oh. comes pulling in in the car <laughs> with a cigar in his mouth. <gasps> oh, yeah. If that doesn't set the stage for the rest of your life. I don't know what does. He sounds yeah. like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so instead of reporting Danny to the police or anything, John just went about fixing all the damage, like money. I'm going to give you this money to fix the damaged mailbox um, so that it wouldn't interfere with him getting a driver's license someday. Mm-hmm. On April 17th, 2003, shortly after they got to a restaurant to celebrate their 10th wedding anniversary, Christina called Judy, asking them to pick up some homework she had left at the office. They went by the business, and John and Judy went inside the warehouse. Judy returned to the car, and John returned shortly after. That is when John was shot in the back of the head at close range with a twenty-five caliber gun by an unknown assailant dressed in all Man, black. That's a, that's a bad caliber to get shot in the head mm-hmm. with. A little after 10 o'clock that Thursday evening, the Merrillville police received an urgent 911 call. The caller was 33-year-old Judy Parker. Ma'am, you need to calm down. <laughs> and based on what Judy told the dispatcher, 33-year-old John Parker's condition was dire. 
Judy said the, she only saw him for a second because he was she was like already in the car. And then the guy fled towards I-65, which was like... I think a 25 was what... Um, man, I'm having a real bad time with names. Tonight. You are. <laughs> Jody <laughs> Arias shot. Oh, Charles yeah. And it, yeah, it doesn't even go anywhere. Yeah. So immediately, police are a little suspicious because they were out. And it's kind of a desolate area after a certain part. Like you're by warehouses she was and the, stuff. She was the. They were suspicious because he was the first person to go. Who farted? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you smelt it, you, you dealt it. It. <laughs> it was like a if des- you denied it, you supplied it. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's he who made the rhyme. Did the, the crime. crime? Oh shit! So they're out in a desolate area with a bunch of warehouses. So no one is going to be hanging out out there waiting for someone to walk by to rob them. Because there wouldn't have been anyone, just the off chance that you guys just happen to walk in here. You know, like people that are going to do commit a robbery, you have to be around people to watch what they're doing. The prosecutor, Bernard Carter, Bernard, Andy Bernard, was the Nard Dog. The Nard Dog <laughs> was concerned after he learned that John died with a $20,000 Rolex watch and other expensive jewelry on him. And only his wallet being taken. So it's yeah. an armed robbery, yet we're only taking the wallet and not your fancy watch or gold jewelry or anything like that. And usually the first person that police look at is... The spouse. The spouse. And with little else to go on, the police turn to the only witness at the scene, Judy. We brought Judy in for questioning as a witness. She was sitting in the car in the front seat at the point when John came out of the business. All of a sudden I hear pop, pop. And I look, and I see somebody going. I see a figure. She said she looks, and she sees an individual running toward the west, which would be toward a major highway, I-65, which was literally like 500 feet away. And when Judy looked back to her husband. I'm still going down. Okay. And that's when I'm like, my heart is stopped. Judy said that once she'd recovered from the initial shock, she'd gotten out of the car and rushed to her husband's side. For a second, I was like, John, John. It wasn't moving, wasn't anything. She ran in and called 911. Beyond that, Judy had little to give the investigators, not even a description of the shooter. I just see him for a second. Who do you think would have done this? I have no idea. He suspected it was a robbery. There have been robbery victims before. And I know, I know. Would he give up his wallet quickly? Yes. At that point? No, yes. We've discussed that before. If anybody ever comes up to us, just give them what they want so that so that we Walk away. You know, we have our family. That night, the police let Judy go home to her family. 
So they began to look into John and Judy's marriage. However, they also had to entertain the possibility of a disgruntled employee. A report came in from Danny's school resource officer. In October of 2002, six months before John was murdered, a counselor at a local halfway house had contacted the school resource officer at Crown Point High School. So a halfway house person is contacting probably a count, yeah, the counselor at the high school, saying that two students who lived at the halfway house were seen flashing $6,000 in cash. So how did the halfway kids get a lot of cash? They worked hard for their money. <laughs> when pressed by the counselor, they confessed that they got it from Danny. Why is Danny handing out cash? How does Danny get that much money to start with? Good question. And they said that Danny wanted them to take care of John Parker. Air quotes. Well, damn, Danny. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. (laughs) I didn't do it. Back again with the white vans. (laughs) The two teens said they never planned to actually do anything. They basically just wanted to rip Danny off. Their cash was confiscated by authorities and taken like to the police station. But the police never told John, like, FYI, your stepson tried to hire two teenage boys to kill you. So the police just kind of were like, well, I thought the counselor was going to do it. And the counselor was like, I thought the police were going to do it. Yeah, I feel like that would be a job for the police. Yeah. So the police immediately suspected that Judy gave Danny the money. He's like 15. They were hearing rumors that Judy was cheating on John. One of her alleged affairs was with an office manager at their business. An affair would have given Judy motive since adultery would likely put her on the losing end of a divorce settlement. That's no fun. While if John's death would leave her with everything, their estate was worth $2 million and John had $1.5 million life insurance policy. So that's some big cash. We talk about people killing someone for like 200000 in life insurance and we're like, God, that's not even worth it. Not that it's, you should, but, you Thank know. God, but. That's a lot of money. I mean, if he took it out on himself, that's his own damn fault. <laughs> it's your own damn fault. On April 21st, investigators brought Judy's son in for questioning. Danny, 15, showed up at the courthouse with his mom, and Danny told police that John was abusive. That's always the go-to mm-hmm. excuse. If I had trouble, he'd get over-exaggerated, all that stuff, and he'd hit me, throw me against the walls and stuff. <laughs> you can't laugh at abuse. No. <laughs> I don't know why. It made me think of Beavis and Butthead. Do America, where yeah. butthead's in the confessional and the guy comes and admits to, uh, or no, he's talking to Beavis. I, I can't remember which one he was talking to, but he basically tells the guy the penance for his sin is he has to do a thousand, it is Beavis, you have to do a thousand Hail Marys and hit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and the, one, the, the guy tells the butthead, goes, forgive me, Father, for I slept with a woman. And he goes, Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, that's great. It's horrible. If you've never seen Beavis and Butthead do America, I just think it was the best when they were doing commentary on Oh, Jersey Shore. Shore. When they tried to reboot Beavis and Beavis and Butthead. Where they were doing commentary on Jersey Shore. Oh my god. They're doing like the um ancestry, but they're doing reverse of who all they've had sex with. Yeah. And 
and Butthead, or I, again, I can't fucking remember who one says, if you trace this back far enough, you'll find the origin of herpes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you Anyways, must cabbage. Back to the uh, back to the child abuse. Yep, he admitted to giving the two boys money in order to make his stepdad feel what he felt. We didn't know what her reaction would be if we put the heat on her child, if she would admit, you know, her involvement, or if she would leave him out in the wind. And when the investigators sat down with Danny and Judy in the interrogation room, they didn't waste any time in putting the pressure on. We have reason to believe that you were, you were angry at your father, right? You were angry at John. Because, because of the things he was doing to you. Things that went well beyond discipline, according to Daniel. So I had trouble with over exaggerating all stuff. Danny indicated that he wasn't a good stepdad and that he was kind of abusive. Did you ever physically get hurt? When the broken one just sore for a while, so it's And as far as his two friends from the halfway house, that's all Danny claimed he'd ever wanted them to do. Let his stepfather know what it felt like. Danny solicits them, he said, to beat him up. Danny even admitted to giving the two boys money, too, although nowhere near the $6,000 that the police had confiscated. And when nothing came of it, Danny said he gave up. I want you to feel it. What you did to me felt like a 25 caliber gun to the back of the head. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> but denied having anything to do with his murder. Police had enough probable cause to file charges on him through the juvenile court for murder. Danny fully implicated himself in a plot to do something to John. And now John was dead. So they're like, you admitted that you were trying to have him murdered. And now he's dead. And you look shady as fuck. Even though we don't have any... Hard evidence. But what do we think Judy did, even as investigators were interrogating her son? She she went out, had a smoke, cup of coffee, she... which led her to, uh, then she needed to poop from the coffee. <laughs> well, yeah. And the, and, yeah. So yeah. And it was pretty nasty, too, because they stopped and they and come out fast. on their way. <gasps> oh, no. no. She continued her affair. Yeah? yeah? She tried to cover something up for her son. She denied any involvement. She oh. said, that boy, I don't know, but I didn't do it. Do you want your 15-year-old son to be tried as an adult? <laughs> Would the fact that her son was facing a possible murder charge be enough to force a confession out of Judy? Did you give him the money? <laughs> we were completely amazed for her to shove a child in front of her to make sure she doesn't go to jail. She doesn't care. She's just leaving him out to dry. I did not hire anybody. I did not approach anybody. I did not ask anybody. And since she'd refused to admit any involvement, the investigators had no choice but to let Judy go. Maybe Judy did have something to do with it, but we had no evidence. Her son, on the other hand. He was locked up immediately. There was probable cause enough to hold him. And like we said, he who denied it supplied it. Mm -hmm. And that she didn't give him any money. So basically, she's just throwing him in front. Like, there's no way he just found $6,000 or took it out of a bank account. 
on his own. Like there would be a transaction, something. Uh, so she moved in with a boyfriend, the same guy, like you said, and tried to file a claim against John's $1.5 million life insurance policy, but his family in, uh, intervened because they suspected her part in his death. And she didn't get the life insurance policy yet, but what she got was their entire business. And they continued to run it because she helped build it with him. She, so she knew what she was doing since they were 19. They were building this business. And then they just liquidated all his shit. Like the house and cars, boats, jewelry. What is that like? Can you do that? Yeah, he's dead. She owns everything. Hmm. So she's basically the person that would benefit the most out of anyone. And John's sister tried to remove John's children. So they had two kids together. Seven, they were seven and 12. She wanted them removed from Judy's custody. But Judy isn't under arrest and she's not doing anything wrong. So you DCS can't come in and be like, give me your fucking kids. So hmm. uh, February 2007, it had been almost four years, four years. Judy was now 37 and had more than $3 million payoff that included the couple's house, business, life insurance. So she's still making money off of his death. And Daniel, 19, moved to Arizona to be with his biological father. I'm confused. I'm confused. So nothing happened to nobody? Yeah, let me back up. <laughs> what? Nobody went to jail. They no. just let four years go by. Oh, there's a reason why. When the investigators conferred with the prosecutors about filing murder charges, they hit a snag. There was some issue with whether or not his Miranda rights properly waived. Because it was his mother who waived his rights. And Judy was a suspect in the murder as well. If a parent is a suspect in a crime, that parent cannot then give permission for you to speak to their child. That meant Danny's incriminating statements were all inadmissible. So then Danny went for it. The detectives and the prosecutors want to make sure that the information we receive from Daniel is not only good information factually, but legally we've done, we've dotted our I's and crossed our T's to obtain that information so we can utilize it later down the road, um, both in the prosecution of Daniel and whoever else he implicated in the, in the case. So they arrested... Danny, but his mom signed away his Miranda rights. But because she was a suspect in the case, she cannot sign away his Miranda rights. So he was Fuck. never properly Mirandized. He did not have an attorney. So all of his implication in his involvement in the murder plot just was inadmissible in court. So it just uh, dissolved. So they have no hard is evidence. Is that really how that works? I learned that. That's what they said. Sounds right. I mean, yeah. He's so young. Like, normally it's people, you know, that are older. That's like... <laughs> like, my mom is giving me permission to talk to you because I'm going to incriminate myself and not her. Yeah. And that That's like... Um, what's that movie called? It's Channing Tatum. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> 21, 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, and they arrest a guy, and they're really? like... Really? You have the right... I guess. Yeah. Because I really wasn't yeah. listening. And they're like, you have the right to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the right to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
Does that make more sense? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, was, they just ignored everything. Yeah, or? they couldn't prove. They knew. They knew, but you can't prove it. It's all circumstantial. Yeah, they done and fucked up. The prosecution like. is going to want more because you take it to a grand jury for them to be like, do you think we have enough to even take it to trial? And you don't want to go through all that without you know enough. So yeah, can they still if you if you have a grand jury? examine a case to see if we have enough and they say no can they still take it to case or take it to trial maybe if if they decide to anyways maybe or i don't know if it becomes no you can't that's a good yeah. question i know some lawyer friends i could ask okay so four years have passed danny boy has moved to arizona yeah he's 19 now being with his biological dad christina 21 got married started her own family because why wait and she's in the same area though she hasn't gone anywhere February 2006, Christina's husband had an outstanding warrant for murder. He stiffed Papa John's, <laughs> <laughs> wrote them a bad check. <laughs> for embezzling, laundering. Um, I got it. I got it. I said murder. Cannibalism. Cannabis. Oh. <laughs> Why would we guess that? Pot. So he had a pot charge. Uh, so the police. Was he calling the kettle black? Ha. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. A marijuana, the devil's lettuce. Mm. Once police had him in the interrogation room, they asked him about John's murder. So yeah, that like, wouldn't make a real good lettuce. <laughs> I'm just saying, it doesn't like pull out that way. What pulls It'd be out? Be like putting a Brussels sprout on a sandwich. Oh my! My Ew. parents were cooking Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I know, and it oh. smelled like garbage when oh, you walked into the house. Oh, I know. That's why I took a cake over there, and we were eating the cake. <laughs> Oh, garbage. They're asking Christina's husband, like, what do you know about your wife's past? Like, really, what do you know? And he gets all nervous and... She liked Brussels spouts. (laughs) Brussels spouts. spouts. Brussels spouts. (laughs) And she liked to broil them. Damn it. Made the whole house sing. Steaming (laughs) them is worse. Okay, and he said... He gets all fidgety and weird and he's like, yeah, I might know something so he got fidgety and weird because he was high yeah that too (laughs) he told police that christina had told him that danny had driven to john's work and shot him he also admitted that christina bought the gun nah Nah. Nah. and the mastermind judy judy i don't know why i thought you were gonna say jerry no jerry (laughs) who's jerry so now they're like boom your husband Apparently wasn't getting late enough, and he turned you into the police. Damn. Savage. Yep, that's rough. Christina then admitted to police that she was involved, that she had bought the gun, Danny was the shooter, mom coordinated everything, and she was real distraught. Like, you could tell she felt... She thought she got away with it. No, she felt real guilty. Oh, shit. Like, she was living some type of lie with her life. I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) There you go. She also, though... Admitted to soliciting a fellow employee to kill her stepfather. But he also took the money and ran. They're dumb. But he had an alibi for the time of the murder. So it wasn't like, well, he paid him and he ended up dead. That guy really didn't do it. Uh, So we fly to Arizona and Danny was arrested the next day. And when they confronted him, like all the color washed from his face. Like he fucking knew. Uh, They told him. Your sister told us everything, and he had said that he was basically brainwashed into killing his stepfather because his mom said he was abusive and was going to kill her. 
And Danny became angry that his mother had done this to him. And he said in a statement, I can't believe my mom used me like that. Who knows? Who knows? Both kids were arrested. And in November of 2008, after both her children had agreed to testify against their mother, investigators finally arrested Judy for murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and felony murder. Felony murder is like in commission of a robbery because they were robbing him too. Mm Mm-hmm. She took a plea in 2009. Like that's a bad. They should come up with different terminology. Robbery murder. <laughs> well, it's like, you've been charged with felony murder, dun, which dun, dun. is a felony. Super felony. Unless it's going to be like a misdemeanor. You've been charged with felony murder. That's a misdemeanor. You've been charged with a misdemeanor murder. <laughs> misdemeanor murder murder. Or like make it a, you know, it has to be like, that's a, a federal offense. Yeah. But I think the only person in the United States you can kill that's a federal offense is the president. You've been charged for a federal murder. (laughs) Super federal murder. At least I think it's a federal. I'm pretty sure. I would think. She took a plea, and in 09, 39-year-old Judy pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit murder. That's it. That's That was the deal. Conspiracy. That's it. Damn. And how long was she sentenced to? 15 years. Well... Pretty. 60 days with 50 suspended. <laughs> 33 <laughs> years, but every 12 hours is a day, 15 years. A bitch got off. And then 22-year-old Danny was sentenced to 23 years in prison, and 23-year-old Christina received a five-year sentence for her role in the conspiracy. I find it interesting that because he was only 15 at the time of the mm-hmm. crime. Yeah. But he still was tried as an adult. Yeah. Well, he took a plea, I'm oh, sure. okay. Yeah. Like, here's what we're offering you, and then you're going to testify against your mom. Against your mom. But it, they thought it was going to go to trial. And then the defense approached the prosecution and said, we want a deal. Because this doesn't we'll look good. She's an idiot. Well, he got the short end of the stick. He pleaded, and he still got 23 years. Yep. He's been one of their attorneys, or Anna, whatever. The It was a fair outcome. The children were held responsible for their role in the case, but Judy took the brunt of the sentence because she was the mastermind behind it. So I think justice in this case was served. However, John's brother, David Parker, doesn't agree and feels Judy's sentence wasn't enough, considering she not only killed John, she also destroyed her children's lives in the process. I agree with that. Judy Parker will be eligible per- for parole in 2024. Daniel Hicks was released from prison in 2016, and Christina was released in 2013, but she OD'd when she was out of prison. Bummer. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry for the abrupt ending tonight, folks. We have a screaming toddler. Real quick, though. Rate, review, subscribe. Like us on Twitter. I mean, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At Who's Your, Who's Your Homicide. Listen to our podcast. We're everywhere. And uh, we'll be back next week. And for honest to goodness, stay out of the the cornucopia. cornucopia.